Welcome to Burgemeisterin, the show where we explore stories about Luxembourg from every angle. I'm your host Julia and I'm super excited to have you with us on this journey. Today I'm kicking off with the museum series. Once upon a time in the magical land of Luxembourg, there stood the National Museum of Natural History. It was a grand establishment located in the charming city of Luxembourg City, giving it that picturesque touch. You know, the perfect spot for some high-class intellectual shenanigans. Legend has it that back in 1850, a group called the Society of the Natural Sciences was formed, all thanks to Prince Henry, the newly appointed governor of Luxembourg. They had a noble mission, my friend, to educate the common folks about the wonders of natural history. So the government thought it would be hilarious, like, haha, <laughs> hilarious, to lend them a section of the city Athenium, which is now the National Library. How generous! In 1854, the museum opened its doors to the public, displaying all sorts of fossil specimens in three fancy rooms. Get this! Eight whole cabinets filled with birds, mammals, reptiles and, wait for it, anatomy objects! I can't imagine a more thrilling deal. They even had fancy displays cases for shells, insects and butterflies. If that's not a recipe for a wild Saturday, I don't know what is. And don't forget three entire rooms dedicated to minerals and fossils. Can you say rock and roll? But as the time went by, these rooms couldn't contain the awesomeness of the museum anymore. Visitors were like, we need more space, man! So in 1892, they relocated to the Vauban barracks in Puffenthal. The only problem? Those barracks weren't exactly pleasant to the eye. Oops, the museum's attempt to captivate the public with natural history took a major hit. Then, in a surprising turn of events, they moved again in 1923. This time, they settled in the old gendarmerie on the fish market, right in the heart of Luxembourg city. But the building was unfit for the museum, my friend. So the government went all out and decided to renovate the place. During this renovation period, the pool collections were off-limits to the public, causing quite a stir. For years they transformed these buildings, and I mean years. It was like they were building a whole new planet instead of a museum, honestly. Finally, after the chaos, the renovations were almost complete when the Second World War decided to rudely interrupt. The Germans showed up and the museum had to make a hasty repeat to protect its precious artefacts. Luckily, the building on fish market survived the war unscathed, so they moved back right away. Phew! In 1946, they managed to open a temporary installation signaling their triumphant return to the world of natural history after a long 34 bloody years hiatus. Talk about dedication! Now, here's where things get interesting, right? After the war, the museum thought, why stop at natural history? Let's double in geophysics and astrophysics too. And boom, they did. They even got themselves an electron microscope in 1970, making them the coolest science club in town. Yeah, they were all about that scientific expansion. But here's the catch, pal. The fish market building was bursting at the seams with artefacts, and to make matters worse, the National Museum of History and Art was also expanding. That was 
kind of the same museum, but not really. Talk about a crowded party! So they embarked on a quest for a new home, and after an exhausting decade of searching, they struck gold. On that fateful day of January 11, 1990, the Chamber of Deputies agreed to restore St. John's Hospice in Grund. Cue the fanfare! The new site opened its doors in June 1996, and it was spread across not one, not two, but three buildings, each with its own special purpose. They've got classrooms for young folks, a research centre with more labs than you can shake a test tube at, and even a nature museum with exhibitions to make your inner nerd rejoice. And now, my friend, is the whimsical and twisted tale of the National Museum of Natural History. From its humble beginnings in cabinets to its triumphant return in a revamped hospice, continues to be a hub of scientific oddities and wonders. So if you ever find yourself in the Grund, make sure to pay a visit and witness the strange and fascinating journey of natural history firsthand.